0: A lot of people have been getting out on the water lately, including a lot of fishermen. Conservation Warden Tim Otto joining us once again for All Things Outdoors. Thanks for being here.
1: Ah, thanks. It's good to be reunited.
0: I know. It's been a while. Um, so when you're out talking to fishermen, what are they saying this time of year?
1: Um, you know, fishing can be a little bit different in the summer. You know, they've really taken on a, a different pattern, the fish that is. And of course, the fishermen that are successful are taking on a different strategies, too. With the warmer weather, a lot of that um, the fish have moved deeper. Warm water has tends to be less oxygenated, so the fish have a tendency to move a little bit deeper, looking for cooler water to try and find more oxygenated water. Um, you know, so a lot of times that's kind of in that six to fifteen foot deep area, especially for for bluegills. They're going to be kind of in that in that area. Um, sometimes they might seek out different structure. Be falling logs, some fish cribs, or anything similar to that that they're going to be looking to, you know, to kind of get the benefits of that, some uh, safety and with the structure too.
0: Um, and I, I am by no means a fisherman myself, but I know a lot of people come up here trying to get that, you know, that prize musky. Uh, how's the the musky report going on these days?
1: You know, quite a few of the musky fish I've been talking to lately have reported uh, really good success. That the fish are pretty active. Um, you know, and of course, musky fishing is measured a little bit differently than, than bluegill fishing, you know, um, you know, my career, I don't know, I don't know if I've seen five muskies in live wells. Um, but you know, when people are showing me pictures of the fish on their phone, that's, uh, that means that they had a good day (laughs) or sometimes even just the, you know, they talk about the follows, the fish that they're just seeing swim up to their boat and stuff following their lures. And, and those, those anglers are, they're pretty excited right now. They say that the muskies have been very active.
0: Um, and so uh, you mentioned this before we, we started recording here, but um, it definitely sounds interesting, the connection here between uh, fly fishing and pan fishing.
1: Yes, yeah, that's uh, summer fly fishing for bluegills and other panfishes. fishes. Um, kind of a little niche activity, I guess you could say, but something that I, I know I'm, I'm kind of a harvester. I'm, I'm, uh, I like to fish for meals, for, for, you know, for meat. And it's a very effective way to be able to catch bluegills. In the summer when the insect larvae are hatching out of the lake, and um, especially you can kind of make a connection when you see a lot of things like swallows and such flying near the surface of the lake, that's a good indicator that there's a lot of, a lot of insect activity near the surface of the water, which also means then that things like bluegills and such will be coming to the surface of the water too to, to feed on that. And, you know, when you get a nice calm night kind of those picturesque nights when the sunset is uh, shimmering off the water you know you get a nice reflection there those are great times not just because it's enjoyable but also very effective to to fly fish for panfish.
0: I would never have thought to do that but now I'm going to be looking for it when I go out.
1: (laughs) Yeah you know once upon a time I fished with a friend that um, he was catching about he was fly fishing I was fishing with a spinning rod and he was catching about four to one of my fish and um, I think within 24 hours, I had a, had a fly rod.
0: <laughs> the competitive spirit didn't bring that out at all, you there? <laughs> well, not just
1: competitive, but I'm, like I said, I, I'm fishing for a meal. If I can get a meal, all the better.
0: There you go. Um, and so, and I know to appear, um, just kind of back to the basics, you know, from lake to lake, everything changes so much in terms of regulations. Where's the best way for people to find the information they need to know before they head out?
1: Yeah, the regulations certainly can change from lake to lake. There are some, you know, general regulations. But, of course, the best thing to do is go on the DNR website, look up our fishing regulations, find the county you plan on fishing in, and then finding the specific lake. If the specific lake has, a, you know, a specific regulation, it'll state it there. If not, then you just go kind of more back towards the front of the book to find the general rules.
0: Great. Well, anything else you want fishermen to know before they head out on the water?
1: Yeah, I think just take it in, enjoy it. You know, this is a great time of year. Sometimes it... Uh, you know, in terms of catching, it might not necessarily always be the best way or best time to catch fish, but I got to admit for myself, anytime I can wear flip-flops and and, uh, shorts, it's a good time to be fishing.
0: Absolutely. Well, Conservation Warden Tim thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you.